love and a passion we all share. I've started a wrestling brand, the wrestling brand. A brand founded on the aspects of wrestling. Two entities working together to create a product that connect emotionally for people everywhere. Collar and Elbow is the brand. Passion and love for wrestling is the drive. I am Al Snow, and this is Collar and Elbow. This is Hotshot Danny Duggan, leader of Team Jacked and Fanny Packed, and you're listening to the J&K Podcast. Bam! This is Hotshot Danny Duggan. Join us as CWE celebrates nine damn years. The ninth anniversary tour, May 10th through June 3rd, across five Canadian provinces. Check out cwecanada.ca for more information. This is Ryan Bowman, editor-in-chief of TheGorillaPosition.com, and you're listening to the J&K Podcast. All right, guys, Big Joe and Carl Carafel here on the J&K Podcast. What is going on? What's up, guys? All right, sir, we're here for another week. Carl, before we get into our usual discussion here, another... Turnbuckle Talk here this week. Let's talk about our sponsor, CollarAndElbowBrand.com. That's right, CollarAndElbowBrand.com, the place where you can go to get Collar and Elbow merchandise, some of the best stuff that I have ever had and ever worn. So happy that we got involved with these guys. They take wrestling passion and they mix it with some street fashion, and that's what we get, Collar and Elbow Brand. So for you guys, go to CollarAndElbowBrand.com. And when you're there at the checkout, use the promo code JKPODCAST, and you guys will get yourself a sweet 10% off. Yeah, and, you know, this the winter stuff's going to start kind of phasing out, and it might keep some of it in the background there, but uh, the the t-shirts and uh, the uh, the more spring and summer stuff uh, is what's uh, being showcased there now. And also make sure and check out our friends at thegorillaposition.com. If you appreciate and if you're into the Pro Wrestling Illustrated style of editorial, when it comes to the pro wrestling business, uh, it's definitely where you, you want to go. Um, multiple things posted every single day. Uh, the editor-in-chief over there, Ryan Bowman, he's a, a workhorse and he puts a lot of stuff out there. So if that's your style and that's what you're after, that's the place to, to, uh, to check that out. Definitely. All right, before we get into our usual wrestling discussion, we're going to play our, our sound bit that we uh, normally do. This one is actually wrestling-related, and is actually a cool one that I kind of stumbled upon, and it in, uh, involves Mr. Kane, or Glenn Jacobs, as he's known in the real world, and we know that uh, you know, he's dabbled in, in some politics. And this was a parody uh, political attack ad that was uh, done on this, uh, so let's check this out. Glenn Jacobs claims he wants to light the way to your future, but there's a darkness in his past he doesn't want you to know about. 
Glenn Jacobs talks about family values, but he once tried to bury his own brother alive. Glenn Jacobs claims to be tough on crime, but once kidnapped a woman in her place of work. Glenn Jacobs says you can trust him, but can you trust a man who's falsely impersonated another man? Glenn Jacobs supports healthcare, which is why he practiced dentistry without a license. And just how does Glenn Jacobs feel about people with physical disabilities? Glenn Jacobs simply doesn't care enough about the people of Knox County. Cast your vote for Chris Killian, a mayor who won't light you on fire. I'm Chris Killian, and I approve this message. So there you go, some uh, jabs and some uh, references to uh, Kane's career, and basically, yeah, it's done that political attack ad sort of style. Yeah, I mean, it is a little bit old. It's uh, from 2017, Uh but uh, still, I mean, pretty cool to see. (laughs) Exactly, right? So, WWE Raw last night. A very, uh, let's, for me personally, uh, I definitely don't speak for for everybody, but a lot of shenanigans going on with this uh, last night's episode. Lots of different stuff going on with that, that, (laughs) um, you know, some people are, are really not happy about. Mm-hmm. Um, a bunch of weird different things first thing is you know we're going to look at is that uh, everybody got sent a message from WWE that said to start off the show will be um, Bray Wyatt and uh, Matt Hardy yeah right and now we're waiting and the show starts and we're waiting and we're waiting and we're waiting and it's not until the very end of the show that finally the ultimate deletion happens. Yeah, it definitely threw me off my game right off the bat. Because like you said, we got that notification and then basically everything happens before that. So whether that was done on purpose to build up the anticipation or not, I don't know. You know, We'll get a little bit more to that match in a bit, but uh, just like right off the bat, it was like a... It, just, it was kind of a weird feeling going into the episode. Yeah, it definitely was, especially when you were expecting yeah. one thing and then uh, didn't get that right away. Because it would have been so cool. They could have opened up, you know, pulling up to that hardy compound. You could have had Senior Benjamin or however you want to, weird way you want to pronounce that or the way Matt Hardy pronounces it. You could have had to open the gate and, you know, been to the start of the episode. I think it would have been a cool way to kind of uh, work into it, but they decided to not go that angle, which is bizarre that they left it to the end because in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, you know, they're having issues with production. Maybe things, maybe Sally uplink isn't working or something, but when it actually ended up happening, it was clearly produced ahead of time, you know, from to the best of my knowledge and, and just from watching how it unfolded, it definitely looked like it was produced before the episode even started shooting. Oh, a hundred percent. It was. So if that, maybe that original post was posted in error. There was no explanation. Uh, I haven't seen really anything else uh, online on websites about it at all. It's definitely something I picked up on right away. And I, I don't know, I guess everybody else just kind of forgot about it, but I pay attention and uh, I noticed that right away. So, hmm. Anyways, the other big thing that happened on this episode that uh, has definitely began some activity, you know, internet wrestling sites and whatnot, and this thing with Mr. John C. and The Undertaker again. Okay. Because, uh, you know, we could go and play uh, this clip again, but, 
you know, very similar and it's a little bit longer this time. So, you know, we'll leave some time for some other stuff, but some uncertainty with WWE, the way that they're doing this. I mean, Mm -hmm. it just, it felt like they just had John say (laughs) just too much and it just, it's, it's made to the point where personally with me now, I have lost complete interest in this match happening at WrestleMania at all. Yeah, they've completely built it up to be uh, still we're wondering, is it going to happen or is it not going to happen kind of thing? And it's it's very odd and very weird that, that they would kind of do this and go this route, um, especially you're teasing The Undertaker mm. for weeks. And, you know, people not getting that. I mean, you you yourself, you had even <laughs> said, you know, Last night while we were watching, you said, if I were there, I I would be asking for my money back because you keep promising and promising and promising, but then nothing really happens and comes of it. Um, And then instead we see Kane come out, chokeslam John Cena. Yeah. And now we're left with, again, another what? Yeah. It, it, uh, as soon as Kane's music hit, I mean, I definitely like looked over to you and it was just like a, like a, feeling just that expression of okay yeah it was a total <laughs> total confusing moment yeah i mean i, I don't know yeah it, it's one of those things where I, i'm really at a loss now like they've it, it's it, it feels i i'll use the expression again that it, it feels like we got rick rolled from john cena with the undertaker again he did, built this whole thing up and he's a legend in this business and again, it was like, eh, that's not going to happen again because the Undertaker's a coward now after me saying all that. Yeah. Like it, just, <laughs> it, it felt, it was so anticlimactic and you could tell that it was building to something and then it just it didn't happen. They, they didn't need to, to go that way at all. No, they really didn't. And I mean, even to, um, you know, go as far as mentioning C or not Cena, but the Undertaker and you know, his wife and Instagram and all these, you know, videos and, and little videos and photos and stuff of the undertaker, uh, training, like working out. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, it should not have gone this far. It, it really shouldn't. It really shouldn't. Um, we should have found out last night if the undertaker is going to be there or not. And unfortunately we didn't. Yep. Well, this is some type of attempt to, to build over time I mean, we don't have time. There's yeah, three weeks. I yeah, know, and, and it's it, it feels like they're trying to stretch it, and you just you don't need to stretch it that far, <laughs> you know. Like, oh, it it left a really sour, just a weird taste in my mouth after that happened. Because, yeah, it was very bad. Because I, I was, you know, to do to do it once, fine. To do it twice, eh, to do it three times, shame on you, WWE. <laughs> three times now. So, we'll see. Are they going to wait right until WrestleMania to do this? Do you think? I, I've lost interest. <laughs> I, I really have at this point. Yeah. I mean, I, I I really don't care anymore. Um, it's a shame. If Taker's going to be there, great. If he's not, okay, yeah. whatever. Yeah, it it would be if this is like the the end for him. You know that what a what a awkward way to go out. <laughs> yeah, it definitely would be. 
Definitely would be. There's so many better ways that they could have done this. And of just, you know, that, that first time, you know, when he was just saying, oh, just kidding, it's not going to happen. That would have been the time for, you know, I, th- I think you had said this, and I agree with that, that they should have, you know, gone dark and had like lightning hit the ring. And then something appear up on, either up on the Titan Tron or, or something else saying, you know, I accept or, you know, challenge accepted or something along those lines, right? That would have been perfect. The perfect way would have been for the lights to go out, for lightning to hit the ring, yeah. and then the Titan Tron come on, and up on the Titan Tron, you see the Undertaker in full garb laying yeah. down, and they pan in, they come and they pan into his face, he opens up his eyes, and then he does the throat slice, and that's it, that's all you need. That's mm-hmm. his yes, I'm, I'm in, right? Like, that's it, that's all you would need. Yeah, that would have been, that really would have been sufficient, honestly. And they just they chose to to not do that. So, yeah, it's one of those things where they they made some really odd choices with this episode of Raw. The, the Ronda Rousey she actually appeared at Raw. They, they did it in the dark after the, the cameras were off. Yep, did a segment with Ronda Rousey. Didn't bother airing it. Um, you know, some weird stuff there going with with Miz. You know, calling. Uh, you know, they kind of broke kayfabe a little bit. Uh, him calling uh, Finn Balor Prince Nevitt. Got, yeah. got that one wrong. Uh, called him Finn Baller. And then he called... Um, there was some other line, too, like that, that he kind of uh, <laughs> did kind of weird. So that was odd in itself, too. Now, you know, the whole episode of Raw happens. And then they squeeze in the um, ultimate deletion match, which the... The crowd live, by the way, from, from what I'm seeing, they didn't even get a chance to see it. No, they didn't. <laughs> like, uh, they 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 did some, uh, basically a match between Kane and, and Braun Strowman. Yep. So. And the Ronda Rousey thing. And, and they, got, they got to see that, but they didn't bother to show them the ultimate deletion thing. Yeah. Like, what? What? Yeah, I don't understand that. I really don't. I mean, if it was, I mean, it is something that was that was taped. Clearly, it was yeah. taped. So why could they not have seen it? And it's a shame because I, I think you know people would have enjoyed it their life because, well, there there was some speculation. I guess that um, WWE thought there might be some negative feedback from it. To even uh, Michael Cole saying, "I'm sorry for w- what you're about to watch." And then actually, Matt Hardy tweeted about this, and uh, I, I'm not good at impressions, but. Uh, he basically, well, the post says, yes, in the, the Matt Hardy voice, I've learned of the blasphemy that the obsolete mule at Michael Cole spewed from his muzzle. Vanguard 1, put this heretic on your surveillance schedule. If this continues, you must be deleted. So, yeah, him calling out uh, Michael Cole there and, and, <coughs> and basically, yeah. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Good, good for him. I mean, yeah. it kind of keeps things going. It goes, uh, you know, kind of along with that uh, broken Matt Hardy character. Yeah. Um, the match itself, comical, but yep. decent, mm-hmm. I think, as well. I mean, I think they that they really kind of production wise did an okay job with this. Yeah. And there was a little bit of, uh, you know, comicalness that was that was in there. So I'll actually play. Uh- a bit that I think actually that you're thinking of, and then we'll we'll elaborate more on it here. Ah, uh, Wills, 
More of lawn. Chair of wheels. More of lawn. Uh, chair of wheels. More of lawn. So yeah, a little bit of that of that segment. They definitely, you know, went. You know, it definitely felt like something like right out of impact, like the the bits that they used to do when this was still going on there. Yeah, it definitely does. I mean, just to, to kind of give people some context to what they're oh, what they're they're hearing. Yeah. Um, Bray Wyatt was laying down on the ground, and Matt Hardy was standing up. And over on one side of him was a wheelchair or the chair of wheels. Sure. On the other side was a ride on lawnmower oh. or the mower of lawns. So he continues back and forth with, you know, saying each one of them and then wonderful. And then he goes over to the lawnmower, gets on the lawnmower and starts driving towards uh, Bray Wyatt's uh, torso. Uh, Bray Wyatt then essentially uh, gets up and then uh, the fight continues. So a nice riding lawnmower, actually. And that rope. And you definitely, you know, didn't not notice this, but probably like the loosest ropes that we've seen in a ring in a little while and oh yeah big huge ropes too and really loosey-goosey there so um and also on this uh i think a very interesting surprise and uh, we're seeing pictures of it on here and that is very quick but uh, definitely there jeff hardy yeah, a very, very quick little uh-huh. spot that Jeff Hardy did. Um, now, again, we, we know that this was taped. Now, was it taped a week ago? Was it taped two weeks ago, three weeks ago? How long ago was this done? Mm-hmm. Um, if you've listened to some of our past episodes, then you know that Jeff Hardy got himself into a little bit of trouble. Yeah. Um, so now we see him on this, <laughs> but we know he's in trouble. You know, So it's kind of we're kind of going, what's going on here now? Um, could it be that Jeff Hardy, you know, is, is just back and everything's okay and, and, you know, smoothed over or was this taped a while ago and we just don't know. Cause the best of my knowledge when it comes to your, you know, now keep in mind, um, using the, this might be the important part of this, the typical WWE contract, which maybe, you know, maybe he's not, maybe he's exempt from that, but typical WWE contract to the best of my knowledge says that when it comes to wellness policy, three violations like three strikes and your your contract is done to the best of my knowledge that's how it works and and this last uh, occurrence here would have been jeff's third violation of the policy with wwe now is that with wwe in total or is that on this one contract as far as i know that's wwe total okay so so yeah i don't know maybe their policy is within the contract period maybe maybe so it's interesting, you know, because I think if they were definitely done with him, I think that, you know, they could have edited him out of that segment. So the fact that he's still present and still had a part in that, you know, up in the air now of, you know, what's really going on there. So definitely. And, you know, just uh, overall, it was um, it, it was just a weird night of Monday Night Raw. They some some cool stuff, 
some awkward stuff, some stuff poorly kind of planned and executed and timed. You know, I guess you know some of that's maybe up for debate, but uh, altogether, I don't know. It was strange. Considering we're three weeks away from WrestleMania, yeah, it was it was pretty strange. It felt like they could have, just they, they they could have done so much more. You know, but again, I mean to play kind of devil's advocate here. Um, yeah. We say that every year leading up, and then afterwards, things are fine, mm-hmm. right? So. Yeah, it's 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 going to be interesting, like it always is. Um, leading up, there's always these little quirks and stuff like that, but we'll have to see. Mm-hmm. I think the last little bit here before we uh, wrap things up here. Now, there's been some uh, some speculation about this. Uh, this involves Mr. AJ Styles, who's having one of the main event matches at WrestleMania for the WWE title against the winner of the Royal Rumble, Shinsuke Nakamura. Mm-hmm. There was a, a house show done at uh, Madison Square Garden, which is odd in itself, because like Madison Square Garden, you know, at least back in the day, it was one of the, like the, one of the premier places for you know not only wrestling performance but uh, you know lots of other things. It seems like they, they only get house shows nowadays. Yeah, but for such a, a major arena and, and place to do this kind of stuff, it's always just kind of house shows. They don't even have RAW or any of the pay-per-views there anymore, which is odd. But besides the point. Um, there was a, a possible injury that supposedly may have happened there, but uh, right from uh, right from him, he's saying, if my leg got cut off, I'd find a way to make it to WrestleMania. I will be wrestling Shinsuke Nakamura at WrestleMania. Don't worry about it. I'll be fine. Well, there we go. We heard it right from AJ Styles himself. Saying that he'll he's be fine. fine. He'll, he'll be at WrestleMania no matter what. Because, I mean, without him, what would you do in that match? I don't know. There really isn't much you could do. That that would leave a big hole, and you know that uh, that main part of WrestleMania. So hopefully, you know everything is is good there. He says that he's fine. Hopefully, that's the case. Hopefully, I'm sure he is. I'm sure everything is going to be just fine. So, so yeah, it's uh, like you said, three weeks away from WrestleMania now, and. You know, we know the bulk of what's going to happen. Uh, there, it's a really packed uh, Hall of Fame this year, too. Um, Mark Henry added uh, to the list, which we I had kind of speculated that he would have been added, but uh, it wasn't confirmed. Now it is. Yep. So uh, it's there's eight people going in this year so far, and that might not be it. <laughs> yeah, it might not be. There are uh, there's speculation on one more to be inducted. So mm-hmm. we'll have to see. Like we said, three weeks away, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll have to see. I think there's one more thing. We still have a little bit of time here that we could touch on. And it still has to do with uh, the Hall of Fame and Mr. Uh, Hillbilly Jim, which we talked about on a previous episode. And the rumor has it that he would like to have Mr. Hulk Hogan and Mr. Terry Bollea to induct him into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I mean, we've definitely heard him, uh, you know, rumbling and saying that that is uh, what he would like to do. Um, It's... Here's the opportunity, okay? WWE, a publicly traded company. Now, here's the opportunity for Vince to bury the hatchet and, you know, and, and to, to make good with that. I think it's time. It's time. Yeah, it definitely is time. Um, it's it's Honestly, it has been long enough. Yeah. I mean, people are over it. Who cares? Nobody is really making any, you know, big stink about this anymore. There's other people that have done way worse than him. <laughs> Okay, so he dropped the N-word out of context once or twice. 
Uh, others have done the same and, and, and not had anything to do with them. And others have committed way worse things and have still, still getting to the Hall of Fame and are still present in there and not been taken off. Yeah, exactly. Okay? It, it, it's it's time to, to wipe the slate clean. Vince, you know, just for, for the sake of your shareholders, it'll instill some confidence in, in, in them and in just your company in general. You know, bury that hatchet. You can't go on to and continue to ignore the single biggest name as there's ever been in the history of professional wrestling, not just WWE, just professional wrestling, period. Period, yeah. You can't continue to ignore him and just pretend like he doesn't exist. Put him back into the Hall of Fame. You still show his content on the network and everything like that. Like, just get over it. It's it's, it's time, and I think using him in the Hall of Fame to induct Hillbilly Jim, finally, Danny, I'm, I'm good with it. I hope that we see it. Breaking news. Yeah. Just received. Ooh. SmackDown Live general manager Daniel Bryan <laughs> has been medically cleared to return to in-ring competition. Wow. Literally just got this. Okay. So let's see what's going to kind of happen. You know, following more than two years of extensive evaluations, four-time champ Daniel Bryan has been medically cleared to return by leading neurosurgeons, neurologists, and concussion experts, including, and it lists the doctors. Mm-hmm. So Now, are these WWE's doctors? Because that's the important part. That. Um, underwent full medical history, received uh, comprehensive uh, evaluations independent of WWE. He was okay. cleared by each doctor, as well as WWE's medical director, Dr. Joseph Maroon. Okay. So WWE doctor has cleared him. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll see if they're going to do something with him at WrestleMania. They better uh, start working on tonight because um, let's see. I mean, cause he's already technically retired. You know, uh, is Bree going to want him to, to still uh, work? There's a number of factors going on there. So that and, all do, for another episode. Cause yeah. yeah. And then who do you even have him in a match with? Shane's Shane's out of the picture now. Likely, who knows? Yeah. So, but anyways, there you guys unfortunately <laughs> aren't hearing this live, but you heard it here. Uh, Daniel Bryan has officially been medically cleared. That's crazy. Because I know his own doctors, you know, have been pretty much okay with him for a while now. So the fact that uh, it sounds like WWE's doctor, WWE's doctors, sorry, uh, seem to be okay with it now. It's just a matter of what they decide to do, I guess. That's right. All right. So, yeah, some breaking news happening during the episode. So, okay. Well, unless you have anything that uh, you want to add or anything that, uh, that's gone that maybe we haven't talked about, I guess we can uh, see about wrapping it up here. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there isn't on my end really anything else that needs to be said except to make sure that you go and check out our uh, social media pages. We're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, and we're on Twitter. You can find us at JK Podcasts with an S. For all of those, uh, we lots of news, lots of info, always stuff going on in there. So make sure you go and like all of those three social medias for all information. Mm-hmm. And outside of you know, Podbean, which is our, our main platform from where for where our, our episodes go up, um, you have other choices. You have YouTube is a place where you guys can go if you're. Uh, um, you know, YouTube is the main place that you can go. We have all of our episodes. Well. 
our most of our recent episodes are on there. I'll, I'll see if maybe there's a way that we can get maybe all of our episodes in there at some point. But uh, also you have Google Play Music. And, of course, one of the main platforms for podcasting done by anybody, iTunes as well. So we're, That's right. we're all across the board there. So no matter your platform of choice, you can find us. And for me personally, I've... Uh, uh, started working on a little side project for myself. If it's something that uh, interests you, uh, I have started a blog. Uh, the website is called Big Joe Tech Bites doc dot blogspot.ca. And um, been about five years since I've uh, started, uh, you know, kind of doing this and, and went away from it for quite a while. But uh, I've started uh, doing it again and if you uh, want to check it out go to that site if you're uh, somebody who's interested in technology that's what mainly will be covering there and uh, the first one is up there and it's just about um, you know my experience going all the way back to you know these old icon computers with the little trackballs on them all the way up until you know recently so if that's something that interests you go and check that out as well awesome all right well, we will see you guys next time and have yourself a good one ciao this is the Top Gun Chase Brit, and you're listening to the J&K Podcast. This is ECW Original, the Enforcer, C.W. Anderson. I'm listening and always listen to Turnbuckle Talk with Joe and Carl, not only because I'm an Anderson, because these guys are extreme.